from the P, uh, not from, not from PJ Tour headquarters. I don't know why I said that. From the studios of Teeing It Up, Swampford, Jersey, this is Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling for Tuesday, December 18th, 2018. You chose Danny Flecker to do the betting and fantasy show last Tuesday because you didn't want to do it during your holiday party. The conflict this week is got some stuff going on that's all <laughs> i thought it would be something cooler i'm sorry i asked that on air I, I i thought you had a cool excuse i still wish you would have done it from the holiday party uh, maybe next year <laughs> um <laughs> uh it's it's you know we'll work on it anyway it's uh it, it's week 16 in, in the national football league which means um um, excuse me, which means um, it's time. It's time to win your fantasy league this week. So we're going to start with fantasy advice first. Who do you like this week and who do you not like this week? This is a big week for fantasy. It's a championship for a lot of people. we got to get this right. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting week. I mean, you've got a lot of players that are popping up on injured reserve left and right, you know, with minor injuries that are ending their season. Um, and it, it's one of those things where you're, you're looking to put in waivers today for, for players for tomorrow. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people, if they've won, maybe a little panicked. I think last week, you know, Saturday and Sunday and Thursday included a lot of big injuries and a lot of big uh, no-shows by a lot of players that helped I, a lot of teams get to their places, you know, including myself. I mean, we saw Keenan Allen get hurt in Kansas City. I'm sure he messed up a lot of people's teams. Mike Williams comes in, has 33 to 35 points, depending on your scoring. I, I don't know what the percentage is of people that started him, but probably not high. Tyree Kill had a big injury. He had a big injury, but he was hobbled. He wasn't 100%. Didn't do much. Um, then, you know, on Kansas City side, too, you had... Mahomes not put up necessarily his best game of the year. Kelsey didn't do well. Uh, Spencer Ware was out, so if you were lucky enough to have Damien Williams, he was able to put up some big points. But, you know, again, I don't know how many people were playing him. And then, you know, you go into Saturday, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins goes off. Number one scoring wide receivers this week besides Mike Williams. Lamar Miller gets hurt, doesn't get you any fancy points there. The Jets had some decent performances. You know, Sam Darnold played well. Um, Elijah McGuire did enough if you had him in there for whatever reason. Uh, Robbie Anderson had a big game. So, you know, that just goes to show you that throughout the year, it's not about who has the best players. It's about who's picking the best that week. So, um, you know, I know myself, I have one of the better teams in my league, and Adam. Saquon Barkley both had their worst games of the year last week, and unfortunately for me, I was not able to move on because of that. So this week, it's really about looking to see who is really available, who can give you the most output. So um, we'll start with the people I don't like, and this week I don't like Aaron Rodgers, if you have him. You know, it came up today that he had a growing injury with playing throughout the second half. I would look elsewhere for help there if you have Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton, uh, another quarterback that you probably started most of the year, if that's the case. You know, I saw today that they might shut him down as well for the rest of the year. So he's somebody that I would look to replace if you're looking at that, um, you know, just starting quarterback. 
maybe even some guys that have been awesome all year and that sort of tapered off this you know last couple of weeks. You know, guys like Drew Brees uh, has not produced from the fantasy level that we had from him earlier this year. Jared Goff, another one. Both of them have good matchups, uh, but you know they they have to worry you a little bit. So I don't know if there are so many options out there that you're going to realistically replace those guys, but. Um, you know, from a don't like perspective, I don't like what they've done the last couple of weeks. So, you know, you got to be a little nervous with those guys, you know, as your starters. Uh, wide receivers, um, some other guys I don't like, you know, Keenan Allen, we don't know if he's going to play or not this week. Uh, but, you know, he's someone that with a hit pointer, a hit issue, uh, you know, we kind of tried to come back last week, got hit, then left the game right away. So he's someone I would avoid playing. I think I would avoid anybody on the Denver Broncos, too. Uh, Corlin Sutton was a name to watch after Emmanuel Sanders went out, and the Broncos just can't sustain any drives. And I know they're playing the Raiders this week, but you know they're a dink and dunk offense. They aren't really getting big chunk plays down the field. So uh, you know anybody on Denver, if you have them, you know maybe think about playing somebody else. Um, another guy I don't like this week either for the wide receivers has to be Jarvis Landry. He's been very inconsistent of late. Baker Mayfield likes to spread the ball around. Uh, you know, he like last week he was going a lot to like and Joku and Callaway and Higgins and um, Jarvis Landry just doesn't seem to be number one wide receiver material, even though he has played being paid like one. So those are guys I don't like. You know, um, guys I like this week would have to be Stephon Diggs and Thielen. I know Thielen had a, had a clunker last week, but we see that. When teams change offensive coordinators, they always try to lean the opposite way that it was before. So we saw it with Joe Philbin when he took over from Mike McCarthy. You know, everyone was like, that Packers offense is fixed. It's not. Uh, everyone, you know, Mike Zimmer fires John DiFilippo and says he wants to run the ball. They come out and run the ball. And Dalvin Cook has his best game of the year. But I think they'll return a little bit more of balance uh, against the – I think they got the Lions this week. Uh, they still need to win. Their best option, and really, at the end of the day, is to air it out. Um, so I think Thielen and Thielen and Diggs will come back and have a good game. Um, and then you know we, we can look at somebody too, like uh, Amari Cooper. Another dud last week uh, from him, but he's got Tampa Bay at home, where Dallas has played so much better this year than on the road. So I I, I like the matches that Amari Cooper presents there. And I, I think when you look out to L.A., you know, I mentioned Goff as, as someone that I don't like this week, but Robert Woods and Cooks are another two guys that have been pretty consistent all year and are guys that I really like in that matchup against Arizona where they also need to win. You know, they, they lost number one seed this past weekend. You know, the Saints haven't been playing well. They got a tough matchup against the Denver Pittsburgh team. So, um, you know, look for, look for the Rams to try to put up some points and then, a guy, another guy I kind of like this week would be Mike Williams if Keenan Allen is out. Baltimore's a tough defense, but they got creative with him last week. Uh, you know, he was a top 10 pick. He has all the talent in the world. So Keenan Allen is out. You know, I look for Mike Williams to have a big game as number one target for Phillip Rivers this week. Um, like oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say for running back, um, you know, guys they don't like is anybody in Miami, you know, I don't know who's starting there. Frank Gore got hurt. Drake didn't play as much last week. They are at home against Jacksonville. They do play. Both. Miami definitely does play better at home, but I don't know who to look for there. 
I also think anybody in San Francisco would be tough to sell for me against um, the Bears. Brita had a good game against Seattle, but the Bears are the best defense in the league as of right now. So I think it would be a tough matchup for any of those two guys going up against them you know, in the championship round. Um, and then running backs I like, I like Marlon Mack. I like Derrick Henry. I like Saquon Barkley this week. Derrick Henry has really come on of late. So if you were able to deal with that, that's good for you. But um, he has a nice matchup against Washington. You're going to, you want to you want to think they're going to try to run the ball as much as they can. Uh, Marlon Mack, we just saw what the Giants led up this past week against you know Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley uh, should be back to his normal self against Indy. While you know Indy had a great game last week um, and shutting out Dallas, Ezekiel Elliott still had a pretty good game. Um. As you look at the landscape right now, um, and you look at, at this fantasy, um, you know, possible lineups for, for, for Week 16 for Championship Week, we've got a lot of big-name quarterbacks who are not going to make the playoffs. Their teams have already been eliminated. And um, if you look at teams like the Packers, uh, the Giants are in, a, are in a unique boat, but but take the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Do you think there's a chance? Not that he hasn't, not not that he doesn't start, but that he gets pulled, or if he's getting hit a bunch of times, they just yank him. I I, I just feel like this is a weird case where a whole bunch of prominent quarterbacks are going to be left at home in the playoffs, and they might get pulled in games if they have problems. Yeah, it's a real possibility, and and that's why if you have another option to definitely lean that way. I mean. Guys like James Winston might be available on your waiver wire. You know he's going to play the whole game regardless. Um, I, I would say if Odell plays, Eli could be a decent play. I, I don't want to look too much into what he did last week. It was, a, I think, a bad matchup against and, and terrible conditions, and it just wasn't a game flow that was going to suit him or the Giants anyway. Um, you know, you got guys like Tannehill that might be available out there. Um you know, Josh Johnson could be a dart throw. You know, there are options out there. I, I don't know if you want to take them if you're in the championship game, but guys like Aaron Rodgers and Cam Newton, and there's very little reward for the team to play them. So it's going to be tough. And um, both have decent matchups this week. You know, the Jets are, are uh, playing Green Bay, and, uh, and I can't remember off the top of my head who Carolina had. Oh, they have Atlanta, I'm sorry. Uh, both are great matchups, and you hope that both of those quarterbacks can make it a full 60, but like I said, there's no motivation to play them. Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, now time for the, for, the, for the betting. We've got a huge line here. We've got Tennessee 10-point favorites over Washington on Saturday. We're going to go biggest lines and then smallest lines. 10-point line, does that sound right? That, that, that seems like a big line. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't remember what the Titans were against the Jets. Um, and Washington, even despite their quarterback problem, is a better team overall. Um, I, I don't like Tennessee in that game. I, I would pick Washington. I actually really do like Washington as double-digit dogs. It's like tough last week. Remember last week I was like, why is Jacksonville seven-point favorites? Like, what, what are people watching? Um, same thing here. Even though the Titans are better than the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, what are people watching that think that the Titans are 10 points better than, than a team that's 7-7 seven and seven and on top of that has a pretty good defense? Um, so I, I just don't know where that line's coming from. Tennessee's not a team that's going to blow you away. It's going to be a grinded-out type of game with them. They're going to try to limit their mistakes. 
We've seen Tennessee have a couple of good weeks in a row and always come back down to earth. Um, you know, they lost Logan Ryan last week. Not that Washington is going to put up, you know, 400 yards passing, but uh, 10 points is way too much for a Tennessee team that is lucky if they're scoring 20 to 25 points a game. So um, I, I like Washington a lot in that game. It's actually one of my likes this week is that Washington team. The other one is New England, uh, which is what, 12, uh, uh, 10.5 against Buffalo. That line seems too big. I'm not impressed by New England. I agree. I mean, but this is like public perception, and, and Vegas looking at the history of Buffalo going into New England in late December. I, I, I like the pack for one reason, and that is because they're going to want to screw the next team they play, and they're at home, and unfortunately, it's the, it's the Bills. Um, Rookie quarterback going up against Bill Belichick. You know, Buffalo has impressed me a lot this year. They have fought every single game they've played, and they have been in most of the games they've, they've played, and um, their defense is tough. They just are a tough group, but New England's going to come out and say, screw you, and take it to them. And I think 10.5 points is about right. Uh, I, I'm not betting that game. But if you want to take New England, I mean, I don't see the issue there. I just think that they're going to do a nice little middle finger to everybody and be like, you know, we're going to fix what we have going on right now. And if it takes beating the crap out of the Buffalo and the Jets for us to feel better about ourselves going into the playoffs, we're going to do that. Um, 13 and a half Rams uh, favorites on Arizona. That that feels about right. I, I think I think Sunday was a fluke. I, I think this is going to be a Ram team that will just run raw, run wild yeah i agree again two bad performances in a row by this rams team you got to think that they're going to come out and try to prove something here you know they're, they're right back in in the hunt for the number one seed if uh you know the Saints stumble here so um there's no reason for them to take their foot off the gas you know another loss too could put them in a precarious situation with with chicago breathing down their neck you know for a potential for them to swap and all of a sudden you have the rams go from the two seed to the three seed and, you know, miss that on that, that bye. So a lot for them to play for. Cardinals suck, and uh, I don't think that line is too high at all. I would pound the Rams if I'm betting that game. Um, all right, and then the, the smallest line uh, this week, there's two of them. Chiefs two and a half over Seattle. That feels right. It's a really tough place to play. And Denver two and a half on Oakland on Christmas Eve. That is not a game you want to be playing. Um, I'm not going to even comment on the Denver-Oakland game because I don't plan on watching that. So, uh, (laughs) depending on that game, you got some other issues, I think. You know, spend some time with your family on Christmas Eve. Um, Kansas City-Seattle, I do like Kansas City. I don't like this matchup for Seattle. Um, You know, they have a great game against Minnesota. They come back and they lose to San Francisco and let them throw all over the place. And what's going to happen against Kansas City? I know that it's at home in Seattle, but Kansas City, I think, just presents a lot of different matchup problems for them than maybe we saw Minnesota do a couple weeks ago in Seattle. You know, dynamic screen game, dynamic, you know, receiver that can take the top off, you know, defense. A good tight end that they're going to utilize that will you know clear out that linebacker the linebackers that they have and, and create the underneath routes for the wide receivers. Um, I think Kansas City is pissed that they lost last week too, and um, I think Kansas City under field goal is a good play. And that's that's a play I'm making this weekend. Kansas City minus two and a half. 
Um, all right. So now we go to betting yeses and betting noes. What else do you like and not like this week? I mentioned Washington, I mentioned Kansas City. I like the Giants plus nine, plus ten, whatever it is. If and only if Odell plays, obviously, they have no motivation to play him either, but I'm not touching the Giants unless Odell's out there. Um, I also really like Minnesota this week, minus five and a half. I know I mentioned that, like, you know, when you change your offensive coordinator, things, you know, kind of lean one way the first game back, and then uh, after that, things sort of even out, but Detroit State. Uh, they've got nothing to play for. I don't know if Patricia has that room uh, at all for them. And Minnesota's still fighting for the playoffs. And um, they still have a great team at the end of the day. When they're clicking, they're clicking. You know, they have a great defense, uh, a good offense. I-, I think I like them in that game. It's indoors. You don't have to worry about any of the weather conditions. So I like Minnesota a lot. Also like Philadelphia this week. Um, I think I was seeing a pick or minus one in Philly. Um I don't like this matchup for Houston at all. You know, a tough defensive line is going to get after the quarterback. You know, they'll try to piece together something in the secondary to hold Hopkins, you know, uh, neutral. But, you know, we've seen Houston, even though they won nine in a row or, or ten out of eleven, whatever it is, they they don't really put teams away. And I, I didn't really watch that Jet game, but the Jets were in that game the entire way. And uh, Houston away from home is going to be much different than they are at, at home. You know, it's going to be cold, it's going to be nasty, it's going to be, it's going to be pumped up and fired up. And, um, you know, Philly is on the brink right now. They need to win this game. They're desperate. You know, we saw a desperate performance last week. You know, successful last year in the playoffs with this group of players. You know, they know that they can trust Nick Foles. You know, I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, but they can trust Nick Foles to help them get to the playoffs. They did it last year. So I, I like Philadelphia a lot this game. It's only because of the emotional edge you're going to have playing at home against a Texas team that, that at times doesn't doesn't really make you think that they're a 10-4 team. They, the Jets were in that. I mean, the Jets fought and fought and fought, and they just couldn't get a defensive stop. And, um, you know, they, 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 they had to put a lot of pressure on on Sam Darnold in the end um, to try to get him back. The, the, it was their inability to get a key stop when it mattered on defense, which has been their problem all year. It wasn't a Sam Darnold problem. Um, so the Jets yeah, were in Darnold there. Darnold had his best game of the year, I think, you know, when you look at the box score and uh, to put that up against a pretty good defensive team. That was impressive. Uh, but that's just Houston letting them hang around, too, and makes me nervous from a – from a betting perspective, when you're, you're taking a team on the road and they, they can't close out teams that are much less talented than they are. So um, I, I'm leading Philly in that game. I really like what they what they did last week. They surprised the hell out of me. I think they surprised the hell out of a lot of people. Um, and, again, they're desperate. And, and don't count out a desperate team. You know, they're going to come after you. So um, I, I like Philly. And I also, not so much as the other games I mentioned, like Pittsburgh, plus seven against the Saints. Fast track inside that dome. Pittsburgh, you know, played probably their best defensive game last week. You know, the Saints, I don't know what they're, they're going through right now, but I think their wide receiver depth is kind of limiting things a little bit for them right now. So they need to figure it out. Uh, hopefully they get that by and they can do that. But um, Pittsburgh, again, desperate. They need to win. And, you know, a lot of what happens for them on Sunday will be dictated by the Ravens game. But... Uh, I think that you have to look at that game and see Pittsburgh trying to pull out all the stops to keep that game 
as close as possible because if they win that game somehow, they have Cincy at home week week 17, and you know you can all but count that as a, as a W for them. But I'm going to go with the desperate team there too. I like Pittsburgh at plus seven. Anybody, uh, any anything you, you else? Let's let's try that one again. Anybody you else? Any I can't say this. Anybody else you don't like? Um, I think I'm going to be staying away from the Cleveland Cincy game. That game is seven and a half. I don't know if the Browns should be seven and a half point favorites. It is a rivalry game. Maybe the Bengals get up for it. They're going to win that game, thirty-one to two. This is a Cleveland team that is going to make a run in the playoffs. I believe in Baker Mayfield. I would say absolutely, positively, Cleveland covers. Right. I, I just think these games are, you know, you have to also take into account sometimes these games of when you're out of the playoffs and you're a team like Cincinnati, you're playing division rival and you have a chance to, to screw up their season a little bit. You kind of get some motivation behind that, so... Betting and fantasy out of it. Who's who do you think wins the Super Bowl right now? I mean, it's tough. I mean, we've seen a lot of the top teams, the top four teams in each division. The last couple of weeks have really you know put some doubt in there. So um, you know, I'm going to go under the assumption that the Saints get home field advantage and that the Chiefs are going to get home field advantage. Um, I think we see a Chiefs Chargers AFC Championship game. I think we see uh, a Minnesota. Saints championship game, and I think we're going to see. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say that the Chargers and Saints will be playing in the Super Bowl. Chargers and Saints. Wow, that is that is going out on a limb. I I said on my Sunday show, Saints Patriots was my guess, but the Patriots are having problems. So, I think Saints. I mean, if the Patriots. I read something very interesting the other day. Every single time the Patriots have gone to the Super Bowl, they've had a first-round bye. Um, yeah. All the other, and they've had a first-round bye, I think I saw. They made the playoffs 15, 16 times, whatever it is, on their Belichick, 12 times. And the three times they were they played on Wild Card Weekend, uh, they did not make the Super Bowl. Take what you want from that. I mean, that's a, a hell of a stat if you're... New England, they're getting first-round buys every single year, but I don't know if they are healthy enough 
But really, at the end of the day, I don't know if Tom Brady's healthy enough. I don't know if Gronk's healthy enough. I don't know if Edelman's healthy enough for them to sustain three games, possibly two on the road against the Chiefs. And maybe the, I mean, the Texans don't really scare me if I'm the Pats, but have to go on the road twice for them where they've had issues all year. Um, does scare me if I'm a Pats fan. It's not good. Not good signs for them. Danny Flicka, thank you as always for coming on Teeing It Up. No problem, my man. Have a good night. Thank you for uh, thank thanks to all of you for listening to Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling. We'll see you next time.